0: This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba.
1: Ah, get our stretches in. Guys. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. We're back. We're back.
2: What are you drinking? This, this one for?
0: is with a whiskey sour. Yeah.
2: I made so. a couple of French 75s pineapple style. Ooh, nice. <laughs> My first one was extremely dry about killed me. <laughs> I, I made them on Saturday. I will say about four to five of them, you're about on your fucking ass.
1: <laughs> Most people are like one or two. TJ's yeah. four or five.
2: Well, I mean, I drank those and I, I had to like cut myself off because I started drinking beer. I'm like, okay, I'm not switching back and forth.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the recipe for disaster. Sam mm-hmm.
1: yeah, not yeah. mix drinks.
0: Yeah. When was it? I think, uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two week, two weekends ago, uh, was experimenting with, uh, espresso martinis. So, uh, uh, did one with rum and I don't have an espresso machine, so that kind of makes it difficult, but I do have a mocha pot that does make, so it does brew coffee under pressure, but it's like, instead of 15 bars, it's like one or three somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not quite the same, but it it was it was pretty good, not bad, but pretty cool. good. But then uh, it it did seem a little harsh. So then uh, I tried, went out and actually got some espresso, <laughs> you know, and and some vodka for science,
3: <laughs> for science. For science. <laughs>
0: so we did had one with uh, espresso and rum just to see compared to the espresso and vodka. Oh, okay. And there's a couple other things. There's a coffee liqueur and something else that goes in it. Mm-hmm. Um and and then I have some dark rum that's really now kind of caramely. And so it's like, oh we'll give that a try. <laughs> so 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 for science. For science. Vodka is the winner. Winner. Okay. Really? Yeah, yes. draw draw uh dark rum was second two, in my seven. book and then rum was yeah. just it, it's just more of a the rum had more of a out al- alcoholy kind of p- pepperiness to it mm. that but the vodka was smoother now i didn't buy cheap vodka either i kind of
1: no hawkeye for you no hawkeye <laughs> for me no Oscar vodka. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not doing eggnog variations right now.
0: Ugh. I could I could maybe instead of egg white use eggnog and make eggnog. A, yeah. And and they do you can make kind of a latte version of the espresso <laughs> mm-hmm. martini and put a little bit of cream heavy cream, but suppose you could try eggnog. eggnog.
1: What's funny right now with eggnog is I can't just get regular eggnog. I've only been able to get vanilla, pumpkin spice, and cinnamon. And after getting a little bit of the vanilla, it's like it's almost too sweet. So it's pumpkin spice and cinnamon. I haven't been able. It's like you can't purchase normally. See, you was a anymore. pumpkin
0: spice kind of gal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Alex Alex likes the pumpkin spice. I like the cinnamon. C- cinnamon. Yeah, they're all, <laughs> it's they're all fucking nasty.
0: You're all basic
2: oh. bitches, then. We have Wait. this.
1: We have this argument every year. <laughs> I know. It's it's a bulking drink. You should be drinking it by the gallons. Yeah, here
0: that's how Nick Walker got his size. <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't know, you don't need creatine or you don't need protein nog. powder or anything. Just drink eggnog. You be set. <laughs> Just shitting my pants. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it makes you want to shit your pants, doesn't it? Oh my god! Speaking of,
2: have you ever had the shit so bad that it starts hurting, like in your pelvis?
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's got
3: to be a really
0: good story. About that. I thought I was gonna.
2: Shit or did you just go to Taco Bell? No, that was from this whole weekend. <laughs> all the shit that i ate this weekend because obviously we had our friendsgiving party and the day before some friends came in so we were up till 4 30 on friday woke up at 7 went to go get grab other friends from the train station had like a two-hour nap and then had the party at night on saturday so sunday we did absolutely nothing there was nothing left (laughs) and then today (laughs) Finally, the demons all came out this morning <laughs> at my first job and I'm, I get to the job. I feel demons. fine. I I get my first palate. I'm like, I'm going to shit my pants. So like, by the time I'm leaving, I'm like almost crying. It fucking hurts so bad. <laughs> like it, it felt, you know, we got a P real bag. Your pelvis hurts. I had this shit so bad. My pelvis hurt. I went and shit in the gas station. I had to flush my shit before I even started wiping because I thought just that was gonna clog the toilet. It was, it was bad.
1: Uh, and <laughs> that's yeah. And that's oh. the podcast. Thanks for
3: listening.
0: I can follow that up. <laughs> Check us out. I
2: almost
3: want to
0: quit. <laughs> com wherever fun podcasts are sold. Thank you. Good night.
1: <laughs>
0: that's amazing.
1: That's, that's wonderful, CJ. That's that's.
0: Yeah. I mean, the podcast is all downhill from here. I mean, once you yeah. set the bar that high. Hey, at least I can say I still haven't shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. And you made it out alive. It was, like I, probably, I honestly have no pray. idea
1: how. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of those. Oh. Yeah. See, now you got me thinking. Of...
3: Mm.
2: It hurt to sit down. In my okay. trip to
1: get back. <laughs> how often, when you're out driving, CJ, do you hit like just rest areas like to go in to take a quick piss? Are you no. do you drive enough distance to hit rest areas?
2: I mean, there's a lot around the metro of
1: one. Okay, how often do you walk in one and you gag? <laughs> are you are
2: we talking about bathrooms and gas stations or pork bodies?
1: <laughs> no, no, we're talking like. Like a uh, like a rest area, not <laughs> yeah. even a gas. Oh, you're station.
2: talking about like the. I usually don't stop at rest areas. Okay, that's just what I was gas asking. Stations.
1: I'm I'm saying those because they're usually cleaner facilities because they got all the mm-hmm. state. I walked in one the other day as I was just taking a break to go take a quick piss, and I couldn't breathe. I don't know how the guy in there was, I think he was passed out or he died. It was, <laughs> there's like a death smell in that one. You can know this one was beyond taste or you couldn't, it was like tear gas, freaking shit smell it's like all mixed together it's like spraying peppers spray in the back exactly <laughs> you walk in there and your eyes all but started watering it was so bad wow i was like what do i want you know you almost want to go hey dude what'd you eat to smell like that you know, th- those are the thoughts that i don't say any of them out loud but i think them so.
0: You go to the gas station and buy a whole bunch of those Christmas tree air fresheners. Oh, start so hanging amazing. them up
1: in the oh, like seven. I can't, to his ears, <laughs> yeah. Those air fresheners, because they're so condensed to a smell, is one of the few things that still will rack up my um sinuses. Well, my normal truck, the new guy uh, at work was running it. Something happened. He ended up getting sprayed or whatever, said it was smelling. He put a couple of those black ice air fresheners in my in the truck. I opened up the door and was like, <clears throat> I'm trying to, it's like, nope, those are coming right out right now. And of course it's 20 degrees. So trying to keep the window down to keep me for fresh air. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the other thing for Friday. I was, I, I couldn't breathe well. <laughs> Smell like a Persian club. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. It's a, a boys, a junior high boys locker room. Yeah, uh, th- right? One's ammonia, yeah. the other one. Is- <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> uh, okay, I'm trying to transition here to some more skills you mentioned. No. Shit anymore? Well, I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> some shit. I mean. The first one is do a front dive. So I mean, I your little that. turds were doing little, little <laughs> dives
3: on your ass. So they were not little.
0: <laughs> it's just
2: having, a stream. It's like firehose. Like like I, I wish I could have measured it.
0: <laughs> Literally a feces cannon. Yes.
2: <laughs> it was an anaconda just resting in the bottom of the toilet? <laughs>
1: Well, it was like what we were talking about though the danger, Jimmy. It's just big size. How does this little kid shit yeah. this much? <laughs> it was the same thing for CJ, just just in March. <laughs> this much goes in, but the
0: amount that comes out.
3: <laughs> Fair. So wonder my all this up. was hurting. It <laughs> was Oh.
1: Okay.
0: What what does it say in the spiel there for learning how to front
1: do a front dive? Yeah. Much like swimming, knowing how to properly dive. It's not just a fun skill to have, but could help save your life. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah
2: sure. could. I'd rather do um what's it? The feet first one.
1: Feet first.
2: Yeah. What, what, what's that called? It's actually called something. Oh, the was it um pencil dive? Yeah, pencil dive.
1: It depends on how fast you have to go. I, I think of it more from a lifeguard standpoint. Mm-hmm. Someone falls off a boat or whatever, and I need to get over to them quickly. There's a front dive, or or even in a pond where if you jumped and did a pencil dive, you're going to go down first, come up, and then you got to swim to them. It's yeah, burning more energy. Whereas if I just Taking dive, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wasn't
2: saying efficiently. I just said they were cooler.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair.
2: It's a good okay. way to touch the bottom like instantly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: It's, uh, okay. Well,
3: there's, yeah. there's I mean, some cases for it, a front
2: dive. Sure. Yeah. You get a pass because it's very I don't know. I wasn't expecting that.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't say it's a high tier skill. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah, we yeah. kind of started tearing them a little bit. That's like a third level. If you can swim, you should be able to dive. You yeah. should. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Or yeah, well, and like you said, you
0: know, when time is of the essence, right? And you gotta go a distance, right? Running, diving off, or even just standing, but then diving off well, puts you in a swimming position because in emergency situations, right, seconds
1: count. Count. So. Well, also if you uh, if you're jumping or going into shallow water, and I know this sounds backwards, but if it's like an emergency, you can skim across water. It's almost like you skip yourself. Where if you jump, you're gonna, you're gonna get hurt. Now, I'm talking more of a flat dive there instead of doing a, you know, a down. Yeah, straight down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, if you're just diving out, that's what I'm thinking more of as a front dive instead of a hard straight into the water. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Another one. I I think this should be a top tier one cuz it annoys me when guys can't do it and that shuffle cards. Every guy <laughs> should know how to shuffle cards. They're saying, Well, yeah, they should be able to shuffle <laughs> cards well. There's now th- th- if if that's We're also just talking
2: about a time frame difference here cuz people don't play cards like they used to.
1: Yeah. We have... Still should be able to I, shuffle I, the deck. I agree to a point. I mean, I got better at it when I was in the military because we played a lot more cards there. But there's different ways to shuffle. As long as you know a, a way to shuffle cards, I'm good with it.
2: Can you do the I'm, bridge and everything?
1: No, yeah, I'm I not talking that. the bridge. I mean, if you can flip them together, that's that, there's a couple different ways to flip them I together. Can, I, I can that's do that good. part. Or yeah. if you can do this and like just shuffle them and move them around.
2: No I, one usually allows me to do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the worst case scenario, if you're a horrible, like you can't bridge or flip them together, put them out on the table, spread them
3: out, them out, move them all mix around, it
1: up. mix them yeah. up and put them together. I count that as shuffling, but at least have a way to do it. A child could do that. So I don't think that's a skill. You, yeah. you would be amazed at how many kids like shuffle the cards. I don't know how, like even goldfish cards, spread them out on the table. And sh- you just never, up, and they'll be like, I've never seen this before. A teacher's never taught you this. No. Well, that's what parents are for. You got to teach them how to shuffle cards.
2: I guess that's fair. My parents always tried. I just, my hands would not allow me to do it. And I like watching my mom do it. She was like the best card shuffler i ever seen. Yeah. she had like the perfect bridge and everything
1: i can't do a bridge I, can't, I can go and put them together That's yeah great. i can
0: i can do the bridge part it's funny watching the my girls especially when they were younger try and do it because they could flip the cards together and then they'll try and do the bridge and all the cards go <laughs> and then it becomes a game of 52 pick up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we go
0: well they're shuffled. <laughs> yeah
2: if you throw (laughs) them on the ground they'll get
1: shuffled
0: (laughs) that's right
1: oh hell ooh this is the next one that's getting harder to do for people and that's hunt I'm going to add to this one everyone should go hunt one everyone should get a chance to go hunting at some point I think that's good but what I I think should be added to this is take hunter safety course like a state of Illinois, it's like a free course for kids, 14 or older. I mean, everyone has to have it to get their hunting license and stuff after a certain age. But on mine, I'm like, go get your hunter safety. You,
3: I can you...
2: honestly say that I've never actually gone hunting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, and- I've shot ski. I, I know how to shoot a bow pretty well, but I haven't gone. And my dad do plan on going soon
1: well and it's gotten harder to do I mean I got to go do a lot of hunting because we just walk over and to the farmers fields and say hey can we go out there and they're like yeah and then my grandfather had some property to do some deer hunting on stuff so I had access to it it's just hard to get access to land and property and everything else I mean I even went with buddies and we used to hunt rabbits along the railroad tracks you're not allowed to do that anymore so it's it's gotten harder to go hunt. You got to almost have a person or a buddy that does it and has access to property and er everything to go hunt. It's, it's a challenging one.
2: I know in Iowa, it's not that difficult.
1: You still have it easy over there.
2: Oh yeah. The deer rampant. And I mean, it's a lot of deer hunting, the pheasant. I don't, don't quote me. I don't think pheasant hunting has been that big lately because the numbers have been down for quite a while. I mean, unless I even heard of anybody pheasant was like over 10 years ago.
1: ago. It's about the same here. It died off, but I've actually started to see pheasants pop up. But of course, now I'm seeing red foxes pop up again, hmm. which they go hand in hand. So it's nice that I get to see both of them. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a
2: lot of foxes. Lately. Well, not right now, but during the summer, I was summer. Seeing way more than I seen in a long
1: time so if there's foxes that means you have birds because they usually one will usually you'll have more birds and then the foxes can have more litters and you'll see more foxes then and then they kind of weed them out and then the birds go down but i mean one of the places i used to hunt was up at my mentor's place right across the like we we drive a half mile down the road and it was all cornfield and now it's all strip mall, uh, strip mall, uh, strip malls and um, condos. You know, it's like the farm fields are all gone, or and there's so many are owned by corporate. You can't just go find a farmer and go, hey, can I go hunt over here? So, but I live in a communist state, so yeah, <laughs> but. It's good, but hunter safety, that that I think everybody should take and just – it's usually free, put on by somebody, and even if you never go hunting, it'll give you some good information. Let's see. The next one. Properly pour a beer. i It took me years to actually know there was a proper way, and then I felt stupid when someone taught me, so –
2: I used to think I thought
1: I knew how, but then
2: I realized I was wrong.
1: Yeah, uh huh. I that used to try
2: to try to do it without any head at all. Ah, uh, mm. uh, didn't heads, realize that was not correct.
1: Head's a good thing. Yep, it is a good thing.
0: I Can't disagree with that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, <clears throat> a buddy of mine. To take it even a step further, a buddy of mine has a set of glasses, like ones for a lager, one's for a stout, one's for a whatever. And they're super thin glasses, but they're designed. And I don't know what it is, but you could pour a Bud Light in the or a Budweiser Bud Light in the lager thing, and it does not taste. It tastes far better. Now maybe it's just psychosomatic. It's just all in my brain. But he's like, seriously, I could take a coors light and throw it in here, and it will taste not like water. Like it will it's like bullshit. He's like, It's like, whoa, wait, what? He's like, and now here's a Guinness in a in in a stout glass and it's like oh my god what, what? and it's just the you know something about the the design of the glass depending on the beer that you're drinking like there is there
1: is actually something to it well so. that's it's the same thing like wine glasses true at all that's fair martini glasses
0: martini glasses <laughs> fair. But yeah, you should it's a manly thing to be able to pour a beer. I think so. Yeah.
1: yeah. With good head. Good. This head's always good. <laughs> Let's see. Next one. Perform the fireman's carry. And really it's over is... the back
0: and yep. then one arm. Yeah, one
2: arm, Grab one leg.
1: Arm. Yep. A lot better at
0: the
2: attitude adjustment personally. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Where <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the sack of potatoes, <laughs> where you just yeah. over the shoulder, over the shoulder into a well, pile driver or into a, yeah, yeah, anyway.
1: and a lot depends on the weight of what you can. But if you yeah, got to yeah. carry a person for a very long time or hilly, yeah, fireman's warm, carries because it balances the weight out, gives them support. It can, yeah, depending on the situation, it's a good thing to know how to do, yep. which isn't taught that often anymore. Even in like first aid and stuff, you don't, you'd probably just need to YouTube it and then find someone to practice with. It could be a fun activity for a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. see Alley carries. <laughs> <laughs> that carry. That's why I was saying,
2: like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> just watch
1: her collapse instantly. Oh. <laughs> oh man, they got a lot of beer stuff going. Well, this is like oh so does open a bottle without an opener.
2: No oh, hell yeah, yeah. Or talk of my language, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and not just a twist on. Not just a twist off. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was just recently. What's funny is I was trying to find my bottle opener in the car, but he got, I think it was Coca-Cola. He wanted a. we stopped off. We were coming back from Georgia and he stopped off and he wanted a Coca-Cola glass bottle. I thought they were all twist bottles. Nope. Nope. i rip the skin off your hand. Well, no, yeah. Well, he was trying and trying, and I'm like, let me see it. And I kind of looked at it, and I'm like, and I just did one little, I'm like, that's not a twist bottle. And he's like, and I knew I had like a thing. He was looking, we're driving down the highway, whatever. I'm like, here, just a minute, give it to me. He goes, yeah, reach in, pocket knife, go pop, hand it back to him. I'm like, you're stressing me out with all this other frickin-. He's like, how'd you do that? I'm like, what do you mean? What 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 do you mean? How did I? How'd you open it? Leverage. I just used my pocket knife. I just reached over and went pop, pop and there. but but he was totally amazed. And he and this was only like a few months or like last year, probably last year, coming home from Christmas. I'm like, ha! I can still impress you, kid. <laughs> You're a teen. You think you know it all? Yeah. My favorite season: the lighter. What's that? Using a lighter, oh, I, I I always end up destroying the lighter. Yeah. You gotta and have that, the right leverage there, son. I know. It's just I I can't do the lighter. I can do a knife. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I have other ways of doing it. I just yeah.
2: I always liked using a ledge too.
1: Yep, like light yeah. light bulb outside a hivey.
2: <laughs> like the big, uh, big concrete one
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a Reese hitch works great especially if you're sitting in lawn chairs you can just mm-hmm. reach over and go pop right off yep that works well I'm trying to
2: I don't know why this sort of reminded me of like whenever you hit the top of somebody else's bottle oh yeah and then it starts <laughs> foaming up I've seen somebody do it so perfectly that the bottom of the other bottle popped
1: out <laughs> oh, that's alcohol abuse. I didn't
2: yeah. know that was possible till I saw it. It was saw. perfect.
0: Yeah. Uh, then you have to shotgun a beer. God, I gotta remember that. I mean, you don't have to, but you won't have
2: any beer left if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Oh uh, the good
3: old days. times. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Next, cast a fishing line.
2: Yeah. I can do that. Are we talking about the push button ones or the other ones?
1: I'm I'm <laughs> gonna say any of them.
0: Fly fishing.
1: Fly fishing, Zo. I, I even have a hard I've never time done that. I do the yeah, I've done ones. I prefer those. The button ones I can do, but yeah, you should at least be able to throw a line out. But there's so much that goes along with fishing. You should be able to at least do like pond fishing with a bobber and a hook if nothing else and i'm no fisherman i'm no but i can at least cast the line out there speaking of i was watching youtube one of my favorite bats times (laughs) and one of the videos was world's greatest dad and i was so pissed when i saw this and the Uh reason for it is i wished i had seen this about a decade ago his boy wanted to play wiffle ball, so he took a wiffle ball, drilled it, mounted it or something to fishing line, sitting in a lawn chair, and he had the ball dangling with the thing. So the kid would hit the ball, it would go shooting out there down the road, and, and then he'd let it, it back in so he <laughs> could hit it again. I'm like, oh, wow. My <laughs> soul was mad. I'm like, why did I not think of something along that lines a decade ago? That would have saved me so so much time and effort.
0: Well, I mean, there's all kinds of examples like that. If you think about it, how long? When was the wheel invented?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and then suitcases were invented. But how long was it before we actually put wheels on suitcases? Yeah. I mean, it. how many people carried how many suitcases through airports and hotels and all that stuff before somebody said, you know, Let's just if we put that. some skateboard wheels on this. <laughs> so... Still, things like that aren't always obvious, even though they're right in front of us. In front of us, yeah. I'll use that one. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> go <laughs> yeah. let that one go to
1: waste. Okay. Well, we're
0: teaching. Yeah, we're teaching future
1: generations here. Here we go. Uh, wow, we're, we're past. That was the uh number fifty. We're past halfway point. This one, I, uh, I, I agree with, but I'm no good at speak a foreign language. I. I I just can't. I, I, have, I have a hard enough time with English. <laughs> English. I've tried to learn Spanish. The, this is what I have come to the conclusion. For me to learn another language, I need to go to a place where they speak that language. And you're forced and, to be there. Yes. I have to be forced. It's got to be around me. I got to have that person that can kind of speak English enough to help teach me words. But then I need to hear it all the time. And I think I could pick a language up. Mm-hmm. but trying to learn it off the computer or whatever, and then not having anybody to talk to, yes. I I lose it too fast.
2: Then it's almost yeah. too confusing straight off the bat. And you're just like, fuck this.
1: Yeah. You, you gotta have, or you gotta have a friend that knows the language. It's like, and you gotta I'll have, actually speak it. Yes. You gotta have that person that will be willing to talk to you all the time in it. So it becomes second nature. So yeah, I think you should learn a, another language, one or two,
2: but at, the or same at least time, have a, enough to like ask questions. Yep, because I have learned the perfect language barrier breaker. It's a uh, up point up point, point up, down.
1: Point down. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Hey, <laughs> okay. hey, sign language works. It, it's almost universal. Exactly. You know. Right. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hit
0: the middle finger. Yeah, I think it's you need to maybe not fluid unless you know, like you said, it's one of those things. Use it or lose it. That's that's the yeah. problem. So, you know, if you're because uh, I can speak French to it a, you know, a little bit, uh, but I took it in high school and i have taken courses since just to brush up on it, but if I don't use it and converse with anybody, with it's it, it
3: just goes yeah. like a fart in the wind.
0: So, but it's it's you know it's, it's always good to and some sometimes it's interesting to learn. Like I was uh started learning a little bit of I don't know if it was Irish like Gaelic mm-hmm. or something. But it's weird, like it's just interesting how, like, grammar. You know what we think of grammar and those sorts of things. It, like, I think it's Irish that where the, it like throw sh- throw grammar out the fucking window. Like it's it, it's like reverse of what we do in a way, like it, what they do in English. <laughs> it just interesting, like it's just something. You know, sometimes it's interesting to learn shit like that, or sure. so. Yeah.
1: I've been like when I'm reading books and I know they're trying to use a different language, I'll look them up to actually hear how it sounds. So when I'm reading it, I read it correctly.
2: Hmm. doing a lot more work than I would.
1: Well, I, I've been reading a lot of books on the computer, so that makes it real easy. It's like, Oh, there's word type it in, you know, type thing (laughs) compared to when I used to do paper book or Kindle or whatever. Now, now this next one, If you're in a southern state, you're going to laugh, but you should still know how to do it. That's driving the snow. I took driver's ed, and there was somewhere between four to six inches of snow the whole time in driver's ed, because I lived in Michigan at the time. And at that time, there used to be a lot of snow. So I took driver's ed. I mean... I remember taking my driving test and it was still snowing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus. I I know how to drive in snow, but (laughs) so many people don't. I
2: still don't enjoy it. Doesn't matter how much I know how to do it.
0: Do it. Yeah. I'm more confident when I have good tires. (laughs) tires. (laughs) When. They're even re- somewhat low, and it feels like you're driving a sled. That's <laughs> not fun. That's not <laughs> fun. Oh. And it doesn't matter if you got four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive. Tires make a huge, <laughs> huge difference. difference. <laughs> this is true. And
2: I will but, say uh, that if I have my truck in four-wheel drive, I'm good. But if I have it in two-wheel, I'm scared.
1: Yeah, well, you should be because – well, and there's something a lot of people don't realize anymore. It's like real world drive cars and snow suck, especially
2: <laughs> trucks, because your front end is so have much heavier than your ass. Don't end. you
1: put how much weight do you put in your truck? Well, that was the thing. I,
2: whenever it snowed, I had nothing in my
1: truck. Yeah. So it's twice as bad. It was
2: terrifying.
1: Yep. You should at least have probably. I don't know, two, 300 pounds back there to help make things squat. I'm going to, but I just, I wasn't prepared. Prepared. Yeah. But there's a thing, but then you got front wheel drive. And if you got front wheel drive, most people don't think about it because it'll pull you through just about anything. So front wheel drive. And I mean, between front wheel and all wheel drive to me, I don't see that much difference there's people that like all wheel drive. I'm not sold on it because all wheel drive is not four wheel drive. No, and that's definitely the not. hard part. It's like, oh, I have, I have an all wheel drive car. Eh, okay, but it's not four wheel drive. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's,
0: it's not power going to all four yeah. wheels. It's like, and ha- most of the time these days, it's electronic, torque vectoring, blah, blah, blah. blah. So, all it's doing is shifting power to a wheel if it needs it yes. or doesn't need it kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas four-wheel drive is four wheels spinning. And it's yeah. fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. I funny enough, my favorite four-wheel drive was an old Chevy Silverado, but it was the one where he had to get get out and lock the hubs. Lock,
0: lock the hub. That's
1: how yeah. my first truck was. You know, <laughs> When you got stuck in snow, it sucked because you had to crawl out and get stuck in snow. But once I locked them things, I could See go anywhere.
3: Bye. So, <sighs> now,
1: you know, a decade later, I got a 90 Chevy Silverado and that had just my lever or whatever. Mm. I still don't think the four wheel drive was as good as the one with the hub locks. I, I don't know why, what re, but for whatever reason, it was like, that truck could go anywhere this truck does okay I, but yeah i yeah. i laugh at him it's like
0: yeah you know there's there's something to be said though like you know we were talking in the green room i was driving my dad's pickup it's now he now has a 2000 early 2000 something i think 2004 ford ranger and it is the base model, like it's. It might have been a fleet truck kind of thing. It's rusting out, and he's going to drive it into the ground. He's hoping it's the last truck he ever gets. And but, and even though that that, and before that he had a ninety something, or eighty something Ford Ranger. Before that he had an eighty Silverado. Before that he had a sixty eight Chevy pickup. So we've always had something. Just a bang around because we need to haul something oh. every once in a while, kind of thing. But there's something to be said for that. There's nothing in it, there's no fancy Bluetooth, nothing. It's just a radio, oh. it's just a shifter. Everything's manual.
1: And there's, uh, le- it's just less it, to break.
0: Yeah. And there's something to be said for that. For as, you know, and by contrast, my my parents have a newer uh, Lexus RX 350, their SUV, and I drove that for a little bit this weekend and it's like, oh my God, it's like I'm sitting on a couch driving. It's like so comfortable and everything's, you know, I can connect to my phone and listen to music or podcasts when I listen to the BR podcast and while I'm cruising down the highway and it's quiet and it's a smooth ride. And for all of that luxury, I mean, there's wood, bamboo wood inlays. And it's like, it's so awesome, but driving that Ford Ranger at the same, time, it's like, it's just simple. So simple. It's just, and even mechanically, right? Like to yep. fix it. Like there's no, you're not going to spend a gajillion dollars. It's, There's, you know, I remember we and we may have talked about this on one of the podcasts. Like, you know, back in the day, the Chevy, Ford, those engine bays. Like, oh, you can. I remember my dad sitting inside it, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) working on it, cranking wrenches. Uh, There's something to be said, you know, how far for all the advancements, you know. There's something to be so locking hubs, you know, some of those things that, you know, I'd almost give to. It'd almost be for. cool to bring those back, but just because you know it's tried and true. Well,
1: the old Ford Broncos. I've been seeing the new ones on the road, and I'm like, okay, there's some nostalgia. But I'd rather have the old Ford Broncos. Yep, I'm not a big uh, fan
0: of those new ones, anyways.
1: Yeah, what is it? But the, the
0: original that that those are modeled, modeled off of. Those a are A buddy of mine from elementary school, junior high, his dad. Still has it, he doesn't drive it around anymore. It's he just kind of, but it was a copper brown with a white top. But oh. that style, where it was like that super square boxy Bronco oh my god, that's so awesome! Oh, yeah, so fugly, but they're so great.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> yes, well, that's like the old Chevy Blazers, the full size ones where you can pop the back off, top off. Oh. Yeah,
0: that that's, you know, in all honesty, Bring when I was stuff. driving my dad's truck, that's I was thinking, man, I'd love to have one of those. Like I need to that should be my next car. If yeah. the car I have craps out, even though it's paid for and I don't want to have to buy you go just an old Chevy CK or whatever that the blazer. But
1: the problem is, is some of those they are either they're the, like the good ones are as expensive as the oh, yeah, car. No shit. So you still it's like crap. Oh, all right. Anyway, all trucks. Yeah, we'll do this. <laughs> the next one is perform the Heimlich maneuver. Yep, uh, I, I I can do it. it. I haven't. You haven't officially I've needed to. I've officially done it twice,
0: or maybe I've done it once. Now that I'm thinking of it,
1: and, and that's not a sex act, CJ. We're, we're not talking. Sex. Sex I know what the act. fucking Heimlich is, asshole. <laughs>
2: Just check it. Just check it. Just
1: make sure you pay attention.
2: I've had it done The me, and I've had to do it to somebody else. Okay. <laughs> there. I choked on a piece there. of steak when I was a kid. Mm. Oh. A little tough. A little tough.
3: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Well, <laughs> uh, on that note,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> What's next? The next one is situational, but you should at least, yeah. If you ain't married or living, whatever, ask a woman on a date. Yeah, that's the face that's to like face. to face, not on some dating. Not app over text. Not over text. Not They're over up in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. I yeah that one i we've talked about but, that before yeah
0: but you know right there are dudes probably not listening to this podcast as you should be <laughs> but there are dudes that have it or don't or don't. won't
1: yeah because they the, too and, afraid yeah and there's a lot of them yeah that's the scary part it's not a small it's a huge percentage but yeah. what's funny is this next one, and we've talked to this to death on the, all across, always know. Oh, I read that wrong. Okay. I'll take back the previous statement, but because I thought this, this said, always know your worth. No, no, this is me not paying attention. It's always know North. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's close. See, it's I'm, kind of the same I'm, thing. I'm thinking about asking women on a date, and then it's just like <laughs> you should know your own worth. Yes, yeah. exactly. No. Okay, here's something funny about always know north. All my life, I've been really good at figuring out which way is northeast, to west, until I went to South Africa.
0: Is you're in the other hemisphere.
1: Yeah, I'm in the other hemisphere, so it it really screwed me up. And one of the things, and it took me my second trip there, I realized it is like if the sun's going down in the west. We'll just say I'm I'm looking west. It's always on my left. The sun's kind of always to my left, but when I was in the southern hemisphere, the sun's kind of like always to my right. In the with the co- it was. It was a weird, I, I had to pull up a compass a lot just to figure out which way, because not, so you traveling around a lot back to, Hey, you need to know how to use a compass. There's yeah. If I stay in my country and mostly in my States, I can figure out which way because I'm used to that sun going in a certain. Yeah. Yeah. Which would makes me wonder if I would be like screwed up in like Europe, you know Probably. as long as I stayed in the northern hemisphere or going to like Japan or korea would i would I be messed up by the sun more, or is it me just going to a southern hemisphere that's screwed it's know? the
0: southern hemisphere is it Yeah. just because of where the where that tracks versus what you're what you're used to
1: true yeah that one messed me up so it's like yeah yeah I know my directions well so I came here <laughs> Y'all are fucking
3: backwards I okay,
1: forgot
0: what, which is my left and which is my right, right.
1: Fuck. am I upside down
3: <laughs>
0: I wonder I have vertigo
2: Jesus
3: Christ <laughs> <laughs> I haven't
1: even drank anything what yeah what do you mean yeah that's this. what a few Ah, next one fell a tree
0: you oh know, yeah we, we mentioned that we've
1: mentioned this before
0: fell a tree
2: oh, fall a tree who says fall a tree fell a tree fell
0: fell f e l l fell, F-E-L-L. fell like, a tree like with your hand he fell down yeah yeah one karate chop chop one
2: feel and one
1: massive kick,
0: yeah. Uh, I thought we were talking
2: about touching trees, <laughs> Felix. <laughs> <laughs> You're such get a, in touch group. with your
0: trees, <laughs> But tree, yeah, we talked about tree. this because they they said uh, chopping wood, and so we brought up like if you whether it's a saw, chainsaw, or even an axe. I, mean, yep. I think it'd be badass if I had to cut down the tree in my front yard. Um, I mean, it's too big you, you couldn't chop through it with an axe, but you'd be there for a week. Forever. Yeah, but to, to cut it up, just be out there with a axe cutting up.
2: Your overall fucking... Yeah, <laughs> cutting him
1: down. Paul
2: Bunyan looking motherfucker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shirtless will, while everybody's well, in I the neighborhood. I would call him watching. Paul
1: Bunyan, though. I, he more oompa no, loompa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean that's that that's a fair take. <laughs> I mean it's Paul Bunyan, but Webster says. <laughs> Gary Coleman. Short stack.
3: <laughs> oh, hell. oh
1: next one. <laughs> It's a two-parter. You should be able to hitch and back up a trailer, yeah, without yelling. No, no. I think. <laughs> hey, if it's a shorty long trailer or yeah, something, I don't you. think you it's can shorty. do it without yelling. Is it possible?
2: Oh, I don't think so. I, I do remember so. the first time I tried backing up on those short trailers. Oh my god, I've never been so pissed off in my whole life.
1: You ever backed up a water buffalo? No. You know, uh, the I big water tanks about, or whatever? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, those are those are horrible because usually they're on longer trucks. So long truck, short mm-hmm. water buffalo trailer. It's like, oh, I got to. Tra- <gasps> How's it sideways? I moved a foot. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I've like once, twice, maybe, but barely. Like it's just a small trailer, like, and even that, but this was years ago, like, I mean, I was a young pup, and my dad was, had to do something, so he's directing traffic while I was doing it, it's like, oh my god, this is terrible. Barely so, moving an inch, it moves a mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's one of those like,
3: longer the, the trailer.
1: And I'm going this way, Jeez. and it's going that way. Wait, what? Yep. <laughs> Oh, you go to the boat ramps and you see these people that have never backed up their boat before. Oh, that's so much fun to watch! That's like just a hell an accident waiting to happen. Just, just so sitting there down. with my popcorn and
2: watching uh-huh. my- <laughs> yeah. the boats down. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I was 14, 15, saw somebody backing a trailer in with a family truckster station wagon and was doing a great job until they just got the wheels a little too close to the water, like either just in the water, just too close, tried getting out and phew, the station wagon, the (laughs) boat, the station wagon,
1: everything ended up in the water. Water (laughs) Whoops! (laughs) See, I always thought I was good at backing up trailers. It, it's like I have a knack for backing up trailers. I am pretty good at it, but don't ask me to back up a hay wagon. <laughs> I can't. I there's the people that back up hay wagons are magical, and if they there can goes. do more than two, they're. They're like genius levels working on a farm. Their IQ has to be like 200 and something because it's like, I I can't even reverse back up
0: geometry. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like hard did you know, I'll see him. I saw guys. I was at this one place. Not only did he back up two hay wagons at the same time, he backed them up and around a barn and put them along the side. <laughs> All from his because little, of course, out of little Ford tractor, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching. That's a Tuesday, Nate. I mean, yeah, can't everybody do this? You know, that's when you know you're not smart. Is when <laughs> you can see guys that can do stuff like that. You're like, oh yeah, I can back this trailer up or I can back this up. Oh, I got, I got this, and then you hook up to a hay wagon and you realize, you know, that farm hick that you thought that was a retard, he ain't. He's a freaking genius. He's so smart. That's why you think he's (laughs) small. Yeah. Because he's so far ahead of you. Yeah. He's so far out there. See, I thought I was keeping up with him, but he'd already lapped me twice. I didn't realize that. He's behind me, but he's already gone past me twice. You know, that's what humbles a person when you realize that, you know, it's like, oh, I think I can do that da, da, da. And then you hook up to, or you do something like that. And you're like, no, nope, nope, nope. There are a lot smarter people than I am that can. Yeah, I, I, I can't even hook up to one of those in the front and push the thing. I just... Whoever came up with the idea of hay wagons was a moron. That's that's how I say it took geniuses (laughs) to figure out how to pull them around and back them up. But whoever designed it was a freaking moron. Oh, I hate (laughs) the. Nate is
0: traumatized by hay wagons. Wagons. (laughs) I feel like he could go up. For another hour. <laughs> oh, <sighs> That's awesome.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, cool. So now we know you're kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> buying you a hay wagon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fine. We're going to nail a strap to it, and you have to hold on and go surfing on it while I'm pulling you <laughs> Yeah, with those big airy bouncy tires down a country road. Let's see how it's long you the, last. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> it's
0: the barbarian games. <laughs> yeah.
1: How long can you last on a heavy wagon? Oh hell.
0: I'll do it if I get to watch you back it
2: up
1: for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You talk. There, there ain't enough words. Yeah, if you can back it up to the platform <laughs>
0: I'm stepping off of to get into it, then we'll do no, it. <laughs>
1: oh, i <I'd be laughs> lucky to move a 12 inch. Put it <laughs> this way. I was working, this was a, a, a farmer's lent one to the scouts. And it was the kind of deal they're like, yeah, just. Pull it out here and back it into that uh, shed over there. Okay, I pulled it around. I got it as close as I could to the door. I got out, unhooked it from the truck, and and I pushed it by hand because I could do it that way. They're like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I just can't back this up. Give me any other trailer. And they started laughing their asses off. They're like, oh, I get that. Usually my husband backs them up because I can't back these things up. Yeah, exactly. Nope. You wanted it anywhere, pull it in. I can pull the thing. Can't back it up. Nope. Mm -mm. Not even worth me trying. Uh, Next one, this is probably a lull. Play poker. My problem with play poker is there's so many different variants. Yeah, yeah, like I can play Texas Hold'em, but... It's like I don't know how to play five card stud. I, you know, or Omaha, or some of the other like simple ones. I, I, I think as long as you know like the basics of what hands take what, that's what you should know. Well,
2: speaking of cards, I did learn how to play Chinese War. That shit's harder than fuck.
1: What's Chinese War? I, I if, You're I'm not like explaining play- it. <laughs> or is it, is it with just one deck?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like War, but a lot more fucking complicated.
3: It's That's got more course. rules
2: to it. Yeah. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of
0: rules. Like I the know. go of War. You mm-hmm. know.
3: Yeah. I
2: just remember playing. I'm like, I thought I knew what I was doing. And then I got told like, towards the end, you could have done this. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing at this point. War, yeah. Yeah
0: but there's something and we've talked about this on um one of the past episodes where just playing poker is a skill right it's it's about reading yeah. people and whether it's you know something simple like five card stud five card draw whatever it doesn't matter what you're playing texas hold'em even <laughs> it's about reading sure knowing the deck and those sorts of things matter but also um Relative to where you think people are at, but being able to read people and some of those things. I mean, just playing poker, sure, but there's more stuff beyond just the the
1: actual mechanics the game, of the game. Of the game. <clears throat> yeah. Very true. Write <sighs> in cursive.
0: Can do that. Yeah, I like, well- uh, didn't say well. It just said, can you write in yeah, cursive? write
1: in cursive. I don't yeah, I can. have. I I think I write in cursive better than I print, so I don't do either well. So yeah, I I didn't say. I said I I didn't say I did it well, CJ. I said <laughs> I think I write better in cursive than I print. <laughs> but I didn't say well.
0: He definitely write faster in cursive but, than but I
1: it's can. Like in my print. boy. He he learned how to write his name in cursive other than that he doesn't write anything in cursive everything else is printed I print
2: most things because a lot of times whenever I do cursive I kind of get lost in the word
0: <laughs> get lost in the sauce
2: Well, I try yeah. writing so fast and I'm like I forget where the fuck I am <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. when
2: that's I print fun. I have to slow down so that's, that's why it's a little bit better for me better. yeah fair enough
1: Ooh, throw up knockout punch.
0: Can't say I've done that.
1: I, you know, you can throw, I think that should just be throw a punch because throw a knockout punch means, you know, where to knock a person out. Uh, So that's like two uh, different things
0: or when like the time, like where,
1: yeah, when and where like you can hit somebody, but. There's only certain ways you can hit a person to actually you, you make
0: a fist with your thumb on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. yeah that's uh-huh. right you
1: do exactly
0: okay, much like that
3: uh-huh. <laughs> you well, know? It, doesn't take, it doesn't take that much
2: power to really hit somebody in the fucking right in the chin and knock them out honestly right in the jaw. yeah, yeah. so I mean just about anybody can knock just about anybody or an uppercut
0: Well Good except uppercut. boxers. So, that's a different except- story.
1: Yeah, but see, I think there's so many people that train MMA, yeah. uh, boxing, and everything else anymore. I I, I was actually li- listening to a podcast the other day. I think <laughs> there's a lot of guys that can take a hit or they have something, but it's not just, yeah, there's more to it. I think everyone should know how to box, basically. Know how to throw a punch.
0: Well, and, and there's a difference between professional fighting, regardless of the, the the type or venue or whatever, and a bar brawl. Yes.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: because there's in a bar brawl, you you know, like in a in a boxing match, no hits below the belt. No, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do yeah. this. In a bar fight, all that shit goes out the That's window. Amazing. But if you know if you're a boxer sure in a bar fight you can hit and all that sort of stuff but how much have you trained not to hit below the belt
1: yeah but they're talking knockouts the here though i know i, I know I, but
0: you yeah they're also not wearing gloves now
1: right so yeah. it's really it's like i was trained not to hit people cuz you end up usually break your hands so i'm like Hit them with something.
0: Improvised weapons.
1: Improvise something. Use something else, even if it's another person's head to hit that person. But I don't even know if I could knock a guy out at this point because I don't want to break my hand. You know, most injuries, like from a fight, knockout fights or stuff that they talk about is the people that get hurt the most are the guys that threw the punch. Cause they get teeth embedded in their hands they get infection. They get their fingers broke and everything. The other guy gets knocked out. The other guy has a crippled hand.
2: So. So I just throw elbows.
1: Yeah. Throw an elbow, <laughs> throw a knee, something
0: people's elbow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do now the
2: this- rock bottom. And then I hit him with the people's elbow.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: <well
0: done>. <laughs> <laughs> do the gold big spear. And then.
3: Exactly.
0: The jackhammer, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: maybe a Jimmy. tombstone every once in a while. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think this What's next it? one we're going to disagree on. Make pancakes from scratch. I, I, not happening. I'll go get a box. I'll go get one of those box things of whatever. It's it's what a woman's pancakes. for. Yeah, there you go. I'm not making pancakes from scratch. Not lying.
0: <laughs> I can make pancakes from scratch too.
1: I, I figured you that's what Jimmy's for. Exactly. <laughs> when it comes to the cooking aspect, he's our bitch. Yeah. So fair. And I mean, you're an awesome cook. So yeah. why should we ruin it? And we'll just be yeah, yeah. sisters.
2: Yeah. I don't, don't want to yeah. step on any toes. You know. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah. Fair. So, fair. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll keep the troops fed. That's fine. Yeah. Make good drinks, too. So I, I got you. There you go. Yeah. We all contribute in our own way. Right. Exactly. What I lack in height, I make up in cooking skills.
1: <laughs> skills. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I can wash a
2: main shirt.
0: <laughs> I can do that, too. I can't iron. We we established that we have a couple of podcasts so ago. I can't iron oh a shirt. <laughs> well, and I'm Asian, too, so we're good at laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Borderline People. racist. <laughs>
1: oh, I was gonna move on from that, but there's—I I think that's where we're
3: leaving tonight.
2: <laughs> Glad we sprinkled in some racism. This one. i have been fucking
1: okay
3: with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> what are races good
3: for? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cooking, cleaning, making a drink, <laughs>
3: laundry. <laughs> and on that note, oh my god, everybody can.
1: Have a good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's given you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast on our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Janz. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram, at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric Blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An Apex Predator.